0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Sis Let's Heal. I'm your host Dakota Cross and here in this podcast we dive deep into it. We talk about relationship problems, we talk about trauma, we talk about inner child work, we talk about personal development, we just talk about it all. So if that is something that you enjoy, go ahead and get a snack, get a juice box, get some wine, get a notepad or all of the above because today's episode is going to be talking about intuition and why we should listen to it and a slight story time. So just hang tight cuz I got some good stuff for you. So I swear the healing journey is never <laughs> never a straight line. Um you can be the most self-aware, articulate, spiritual, developed person, okay? And the universe is still going to throw things your way specifically people, to see if you've learned your lesson yet. And I always say, you'll be brought the same person over and over and over again, the same situations over and over again, until you've learned the rooted lesson within them. And it will be a different person, same person, but a different face. You know, and... I believe in good and bad. I I believe in God and I believe in the enemy. And the enemy sometimes comes as everything that you could ever possibly want in a pretty red bow. And underneath all of that is a whole lot of ugly. And that's why discernment is so important. Discernment is basically... The deciding factor of which you choose if this person's right for you or not and I've been on my healing journey since 2016-2017 and I've definitely developed I've grown and I've changed but one pattern that stays consistent is the lackluster relationships in my life I seem to be an absolute magnet for narcissistic men and it's not a good thing um and I had this, this uh, situation recently in which I want to share with you, and it's going to tie into why intuition is so important. And there's something that I always say, and it's that the biggest thing that society has capitalized off of is taking a woman's intuition and deeming it as crazy. Um, we are literally born, like, I've never heard of men's intuition before. <laughs> have y'all ever heard of that? Because I have not. I've heard of women's intuition But I've never heard of men's intuition. And the reason is is because us women, that is what we are born with. We have a navigating system internally, literally within our body that tells us when something is right and when something is wrong. And when you start interacting with somebody, it doesn't even have to be a relationship. It could be a platonic relationship, a friend, a, a family figure, a stranger you meet at the grocery store, your body will physically tell you when somebody is not in alignment with you, you will start to get aches. You'll start to get chills. You'll get that feeling, that pit feeling in your stomach that you think is anxiety, but it's really just like your spirit team screaming like, girl, God screaming, girl, run, run for the hills and don't look back. (laughs) And the biggest thing that we do is we don't listen to it because we're taught not to listen to our intuition because we're crazy. And my thing is, is that I've been called crazy so many times over stuff that has turned out to be true, 100% true. And then what happens is, is we grow up and we stop listening to it and we get ourselves into in some some stuff. And I always say, if I I'm grateful for the things that I've been through because I can't speak about roads that I've never been down, and my career is literally telling stories about things I've been through so other women don't have to go through them and I can't talk about roads I've never been down, so I'm grateful for the things that have happened. you know, don't get me wrong, however, if I had listened to my intuition, I would be a completely different person right now <clears throat> and So let me just share what happened. So I am Pisces and I'm very intuitive. It's a gift that I've had since I was a kid. Um, I've always known things that were going to happen before they did. I've always known if I'm in a friendship, I can literally sense if that person is talking negatively about me plotting on me if I'm in a relationship I always know if somebody has bad intentions or is cheating on me etc but for a long time I had generalized anxiety disorder and so what I did was I confused my intuition with anxiety it wasn't until I started diving into my spirituality that I realized that that whole time was my intuition and I always know but I was just talking to my friend about this and I said you know being self-aware is a great thing and not many people are So self-awareness is great, but when self-awareness is self-destructive is when you're self-aware, but you don't do anything about it. That's the most toxic form of self-awareness, and I feel like that's exactly what I have. So anyway, I was recently talking to this guy, and we used to go to school together back in the day, and for some reason, I equated like, oh, we kind of grew up a little bit together, so you know, he should be cool. No. No. Sis, no. (laughs) No. So... In my mind, I'm like, okay, he's he's probably fine. So we start talking about a month and everything's great, you know? Um, but one thing I noticed is that I couldn't read his energy. He was a Taurus, by the way. So I could not for the life of me read this man's energy and I normally am a very good like energy reader. i like to get to know you. I like to see your vibes and things like that and it was like when he was with me, I felt like he liked me but when he was away, he seemed distant Um, and I told him that I said, I can't read your energy. It's the weirdest thing. It's like you have this energetic block that I can't get through and that's never happened to me before. So I think my mind almost saw that as like a challenge, you know? And then also because us women just love unattainable men for whatever reason, I started to find myself chasing, which we don't chase, we attract, so no. But I felt like something was up, you know? The first couple weeks, everything was great. And then after that, it's like he would stop answering me after a certain time. He would randomly disappear. He had these weird excuses that never made sense and never aligned. And I found myself coming to terms with the fact that he's probably talking to another girl and it's weird because when we were together everything was great we'd talk about all these you know future things we wanted to do he'd tell me he was serious about me I even confronted him because the way that I am if you guys don't know I don't casually date and I don't casually have sex. Reason being is because I'm a sensitive human being and I don't like to mess with multiple energies. I like to talk to one person at a time, see if it works with them, see if we can be something. And if it doesn't, then you know I'm chilling and when the right person comes, they come. But never in my life have I talked to like two guys at one time. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I believe options for certain people are great. It's about what's workable for you. But for me personally, I've never... Done that, and the reason being is because I just like to talk to one person at a time, you know, and I don't like to fuck with more than one person at a time. It's just not what I do. I addressed that in the beginning because what I'm learning is is that I have to talk about my boundaries, like within the first week, because it's it's my job to inform people of who I am and my boundaries and what I expect. It's nobody else's job to figure that out for me, and if somebody doesn't listen to my boundaries. That's not their problem. That's my problem. Then I have to use my discernment to be like, okay, yep, you didn't. So now exit stage left. Um, It's about accountability, you know, holding yourself accountable. Nobody else is accountable for your boundaries but you. So I told him my concerns. I said, hey, you know, I like to talk to one person at a time. And this is my body and I would like you to respect it and let me know if you're also talking to somebody else. And he said no. And that he actually agreed with me and that he gets turned off if a woman is talking to more than one man, which is very ironic because wait for this. So uh, <laughs> so time goes on and my intuition's telling me, Dakota, something's up. I had my ancestors coming to me in dreams. I was waking up in the middle of the night. I was catching weird vibes like but I had nothing solid to go off of and I think what I'm learning is that when you have intuition and you're getting a sign or a signal that something is wrong you don't need to know why you don't need the solid evidence the hard proof FBI case cold case file like you don't need that listen to yourself you don't need to know the why just listen because you're always being divinely guided But for me, in my Virgo rising ass, I'm like, nope, I need the proof. I need the proof. I need the proof. Because I'm such like a what if person and I'm learning that I don't need to know the what if. That's such a trauma response because in childhood, I was always moving all the time and I never felt stability. I never felt grounded anywhere. And because of that, it caused me, number one, not to trust myself and number two, to be afraid if I didn't have answers. That's why I crave the what if because I'm still filling that void from childhood And a lot of you guys who like moved around a lot or have divorced parents, etc., you might be the same way where you feel unstable. And if you don't know the why or if you have change, it's very uncomfortable. So I'm learning not to be like that. Um, And that was a major lesson I learned in this situation. So anyway, sorry if you hear my daughter in the back, by the way, (laughs) can't control that. So I'm getting all these downloads and I tried to do some reverse psychology and see if I could get into his head to see who he was talking to, but it didn't work. That was my first attempt. Second attempt was one night when he stopped answering me from about eight to two in the morning. And that's some stuff that my daughter's father used to do to me. And I caught on to the the pattern and I was like, hmm, interesting. And I knew something was up. And he, of course, he came with a lame excuse saying he was hanging out with his friends, and he lost track of time, and he saw I was out and wanted me to have fun and didn't want to bother me like the typical gaslighting, right? So that was my second time. The third time was when (laughs) I was driving home from my mother's house, and one thing about me is if I ask for a sign, I get it. Do I always listen to it? No, but what good are the signs of asking for them? If you don't listen, and half the time, I don't know who needs to hear this, but If you have to ask for a sign, that is your sign right there. If you even have to ask, Lord, send me a sign if this person is manipulating me or lying to me. That's often a sign they are and your intuition is trying to tell you that but you don't trust yourself enough to listen. if you listen, the universe is always talking. So I was driving home from my mother's house and it was a Sunday And I was going through this really scenic route with a bunch of trees and nature and it's just so quiet and it's actually to the point where you lose cell service. So I felt like talking to my spirit team, to God, you know, the higher power. And I said, God, if there is anything I need to know, if there's anything that needs to be revealed to me that I should know that might put me in harm's way, please let me know. Well, <laughs> here we are. So about three days later, I'm on Instagram, good old Instagram, and I see that this man I'm talking to posts a video. And so, of course, I comment on it because like that's my man's, right? And I'm putting like all these like cute little heart emojis and heart eyes and etc. And I see that another girl has also done the same thing. And so I'm like, hmm, weird. That's suspicious. (laughs) So I go to her page. And one thing about me, girl, is I don't care. I don't have shame. Like, I don't know why you guys have these finstas and these fake accounts to be creeping on people. I will, if your page is public, that's fair game, baby. I'm looking at all your stuff. I'll look at your stories. I'll look at your highlights. I don't care. And you could think I'm weird. That's fine. But watch your mouth. And I'm just playing. (laughs) So I went on her page And I looked at her story and sure enough, she reposted the video with a bunch of hard eye emojis. And I'm like, if that's a friend posting you, that's one thing. But if a girl is posting you with a bunch of hard eyes and stuff on her story, you guys are doing something. You guys are talking, dating, whatever, whatever terms they use these days. So again, confront him about it. Gaslighting, manipulating. I don't know her. We don't hang out. We don't talk. She's cool. I know of her, but I don't know her. We don't chill, right? And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, sure. Like I was born at night, but not last night. So after I got my intelligence insulted, I stopped answering. Next morning, look at her story again. They're at the gym together. And I'm like, hmm, y'all don't hang out, but you're at the gym together you get the point. Um, I found out what I needed to see. But when confronting, I got hit with manipulation. We're just friends. You're acting crazy right now. Why are you doing this? Right? The manipulation, the gaslighting, the BS. Later on, the girl messages me and we end up having a conversation. Turns out he was talking to me and her at the same time. And I'm telling you, like, this man should have just put us in a group chat because he was sending us the same pictures, the same messages, the same everything. Um, toxic. Manipulative. Horrible. So anyways, <laughs> um, I find out everything I need to and i'm sitting there and it's crazy because i was hurt i was upset i really did like this guy but i was more so upset and disappointed i was upset at him and i was angry at him but i was disappointed at myself because i'm like dakota we've been through this before we've been through so many of these toxic relationships the point where you have a playbook you have a blueprint you have a layout a foundation of how these things work like you know and my friend amanda when i was talking to her about it she literally on the phone was like dakota you have some of the best intuition out of anyone i've ever met when you feel something you need to start listening because you're right you're not crazy you know and, it, and it's these men too what they try to do is they try to infiltrate and um implant in us that we're crazy Anytime a girl has been called crazy, it's because she's peeping some shit. That's true. Any way you want to spin it, that's how it is. And men in society just make us feel like we're crazy for knowing. And it's like, I'm crazy because you got caught? (laughs) No, I'm intuitive and I know my worth as a woman. I'm not going to stand for that. So I realized is that I took from this experience that I don't trust myself and I realized that so many of the women around me have the same issue where it's like they have all these great qualities but they don't trust themselves and so they're great women, they have amazing things to offer, any man would be lucky to have them. But their, their, their quality in dating is so low because they don't trust themselves or their intuition. Because what I always say is that I don't believe the whole like you attract what you are thing because you will attract people from all walks of life. Good, bad, beautiful, not so beautiful, messy, not messy. It's about your level of self-love and self-worth and self-esteem. That will allow these people to come in and out. So if you have low self-worth, you don't trust yourself, you don't respect yourself, these low vibrational men are going to come into your life and it's going to be like a narcissistic block party because that's the love you think you deserve because that's, that's the level of love you have for yourself. But when you up your self-worth and you up your self-esteem and you rise within your vibration, when those men come in, they're not even going to be nearly on your level and you're not going to give them the time of day. But when the high vibrational men come in who have things to offer you, who give you kindness and respect and human decency, those are the men that you're going to go for. You see what I'm saying? So I I believe it's not about you attract what you are. I believe you attract and allow in how you feel about yourself because the people around you are merely a projection. Everybody around you is a projection of you. I don't know if you heard that term, show me your friends and I'll show you your future, but it's true. You are like the five people you're with the most. And in order for you to get where you need to be, not everybody can come with you. There's certain people that are in your life for a season and certain people who are supposed to be put in your life long term. And every person you meet on your path has a purpose. You take a piece of them with you everywhere you go. All of these experiences I've been through in the past, I needed those. I needed them for character development. I needed them for my storyline. I needed them for my chapter. But had I not closed those chapters and those past relationships, I would have never moved on to a new story. If I kept myself in those past chapters, trying to rewrite an ending, knowing it's not going to change, expecting a different outcome. Because insanity is doing the same shit over and over, expecting something different to happen. I would have stayed in that victim mindset of why does this happen to me? Why is it always me? Why do I always attract these men? Why do I always get fucked over? When I changed the story and took myself out of victimhood, I said, this is happening for me, not to me. The universe and God is for me, not against me. This is happening for a reason. It's happening so I can go through it and understand it and then make it relatable to other women. So they know they're not alone. Or prevent another woman from going through what I did. Because suffering is alleviated when we realize that we're not doing it by ourselves. Or not going through it by ourselves. Sorry. So instead of taking the situation and being, you know, self-loathing, I said, Dakota, this was supposed to happen because this is your last time. I literally heard my spirit team say, this is your last time going through this. The next one is going to be the one because you've finally learned. And that's the thing is I knew something was up. I acted on it. I asked for the signs. And instead of questioning the information I got, I just cut the person off. And that's something that I used to have struggle with is, okay, well, you know what? I can fix them. You know, the natural empath in me, I can fix them. I can help them. I can be there for them. I can be that source of reliability that they probably have never had. But what I realize is that you can't help people who don't want to help themselves and you can't make people realize their potential. And when you fall for potential, it is a block party for disappointment because you're falling for something that's not actually there. You know what I'm saying? You're falling for something that is not real. And when people show you with their actions and patterns who they are, believe it. People will tell on themselves without even saying anything. All you have to do is pay attention. And when you're listening, the universe is always speaking to you. So trust yourself. Trust your intuition. If you could trust a man that you just met two weeks ago, girl, you could trust yourself. You've been on this planet for how many years? Trust yourself. And when you get the signs listen to them. Don't try to analyze. Don't try to pick out why. Don't self-pity and say, why is this happening to me? No, it's happening for you. You can't unlock new levels until you've gone through the previous ones. You can't unlock new experiences with old mindsets. New locks need new keys. You can't take an old key from your second apartment and try to use it to open up your first house old keys do not unlock new doors and in order to get to where you need to be not everybody can come with you so instead of questioning and instead of analyzing and instead of losing sleep wondering why just know it's happening for a reason that you don't need to know the why Needing to know the why is a trauma response based off of us being unstable during childhood and never having somebody there to tell us the answers. We equate not knowing the answers with negativity, with unsafeness. You don't always need to know the why. Sometimes you just need to know. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you do, please don't forget to leave the podcast a rating. It would really mean a lot to me. Check me out on YouTube. I tell stories on there and do motivational videos as well. As TikTok, it's just Dakota Cross. Thank you guys so much for joining and I'll see you in my next episode. Bye.